Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on Thursday, the 14th of May. Yes, in our new time slot of 7 a.m. in the morning, we're going to come to you at 7 a.m. in the morning because New Zealand has returned to level two and we know you guys are commuting to work now. So don't forget, you can download this and listen to this on your way to work on iHeartRadio, iTunes or uh, Acast. This will be available uh, to search for New Zealand Sports Radio. In the news today, legal action in French football. Pakistan has a new captain. Um, MP says there's no money um, on the table. And NRL confirm one ref policy. Let's jump straight into that football news. And uh, Ames have started legal proceedings against their unjust relegation. Um, The Paris Saint-Germain were awarded the title uh, and Ames and Toulouse were relegated when the season was cancelled. Uh, Ames were 15th, sorry, 19th in the table, um, four points behind Nîmes and 10 points ahead of Toulouse. And whilst they're saying the cancellation was fine, they're not challenging that. They're saying the results of the cancellation or the impact that sends them down was not fair and that they uh, could have survived or they would have survived from that. And they're saying that uh, the uh, league should be expanded to 22 teams rather than 20 for the next season. Um, over in Scotland, Rangers... Um, so the status quo cannot hold. Um, it says that uh, people have lost faith in the FPFL clubs. Um, they were asking for an independent inquiry into how the um, how, how the vote was held to end the season. Thirteen clubs, backed by uh, including Rangers, Hearts, and Stranraers, um, called for the uh, backing the uh, the vote, but twenty seven voted against and two abstained. So clearly. A split in Scottish football up there. Rangers claiming that uh, the SPFL have lost faith, but look, they did win that vote. So, um, yeah, not all happy up in um, Scotland. Um, moving over to more happy news then. And Syria A in Italy um, is looking uh, at returning on the 13th of June. Uh, so that'd be the same weekend as Super Rugby here in New Zealand. Um, and then also... Uh, with the German Bundesliga returning this weekend, um, they're, uh, they're saying that Borussia Dortmund says, look, another, another, a player testing positive would not be a catastrophe. 
let's be honest, they've had several players test positive over there in the Bundesliga already. Um, three at Cologne and a couple at um, Dynamo Dresden. So, uh, look, the and all the teams have been in lockdown um, isolation for this last week. So that kicks off this weekend. So sport definitely on its way back. And I'm going to hand you over now to Arshwin for our cricket update. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to everybody out here in this rather early morning rise that we have. Now, in the cricket news, Pakistan has a new captain. Yes, Pakistan have appointed Babar Azam as their new ODI captain, replaces Safraz Ahmed. The meteoric rise also uh, comes for Babar Azam after being named T20 captain and therefore making him the captain for all short-form games for Pakistan. Azam's only 25, and he will be the captain for the 2021 season from July the 1st. Now, we know with Pakistan captain, it's pretty volatile, and we hope that he's a captain there for a fair while. Obviously, it'll depend on his results. Azhar Ali will continue to be the test captain for Pakistan. In other news, BBC are looking at reviewing the foreign coaches' salaries. BBC earlier stated that they weren't looking at making cuts for uh, staff, pay cuts for staff. But with no play, the foreign-based coaches are definitely looking in line for a bit of a key, uh, bit of a cut there. Akram Khan, who is the BBC, uh, BCB, not BBC, BCB uh, chair, said that they may need to review contracts. Basically, if they find that the lockdown, lockdown goes on long enough, that they have no revenue for five to six months. Now, just to give you an idea of who's the coaches for uh, Bangladesh, that's Russell Domingo as the head coach. Otis Gibson is the pace bowling coach. Daniel Vittori from New Zealand, our own Daniel Vittori, is a spin consultant. Neil McKenzie's out of South Africa as the batting coach. And Ryan Cook, the fielding coach. And the news coming out of Sparks Sport, they have named Sunil Nathu, also known as Sunny Nathu, as the head of cricket content. Now, that's just something that's come to hand to me last night. And um, I'll have some more information about um, Sunny Nathu as we're able to get some information in the next few days. And finally, remember to join Taryn Rohit and myself on Swinging from the Hips tonight at 8pm right here on New Zealand Sport Radio. We will have Hussein Hamid. And he'll be talking all things Australian cricket, as well as his roles that he had in Cricket Victoria, particularly around diversity in cricket and women's cricket. And that today is the Cricket News, Paul. Thank you, Arshan. We do a question from the live chat from Hugh. What's going to be next on your um, cooking show? Uh, uh, Hugh would like to know. Um, yeah, look, I'll have to have a little think about that one. Any requests there, Hugh? And um, I'll try and put something together. Um, and see how successful that is, and hopefully it'll go successfully for the 100% of the time, not just like about three-quarters of it. For those of you that don't know, Ashwin uh, cooked his daughter a uh, chocolate cake yesterday, um, which was going pretty well until there was a split down the middle. It was like an earthquake had happened. Earthquake. (laughs) Thank you very much, Ashwin. I'll hand you over now to Stephen for our birthdays today. Oh gee, I think we might just put that down to the harsh dry conditions that we've had over the uh, over the summer team. Well, good morning everybody, and a special good morning to Hugh Roswell, who's got up nice and early across the ditch in birthdays today. A Winter X Games medalist, a New Zealand women's field hockey international, and finally a New Zealand professional golfer turned commentator. That's where we start. Frank Ivan Joseph Nobolo, born this day on the 14th of May 1960, is a professional golfer from 
New Zealand. Novolo, who turned 60 today, had a successful playing career, winning 14 pro tournaments around the world. He was at his peak during the mid-90s, when he also produced a strong lot of finishes in all four major championships. Since his 2003 retirement, Novolo has worked as a television announcer for major golf events. Novolo was awarded the Companion of the New Zealand Order of Merit in 1998. Our next recipient, Amanda J Jane Mandy Barker, Nee Smith, born this day the 14th of May 1972 in Ranfurly, New Zealand, is a former field hockey international who played for the New Zealand women's team. Smith was a member of the bronze medal winning team at the 1998 Commonwealth Games in Kuala Lumpur and was one of the athletes involved in designing the New Zealand Olympic team uniform. Smith, who turns 48 today, was runner-up in Women's International Hockey Player of the Year in 2000. Smith is also married to Olympic yachtsman and America's Cup skipper, Dean Barker. And finally, Miguel Portias, born this day 14th of May 1999, is a New Zealand freestyle skier who competes internationally. He was selected to represent New Zealand in the 2018 Winter Olympics, where he competed in the men's ski half-pipe. Miguel took home the silver medal during the 2017 Winter X Games, which were held in Aspen, Colorado. He had a score of 81 points and skied wearing a cast due to a broken wrist. wrist. Uh, freestyle skier Nico Portias is Miguel, Miguel's younger brother. There you go. And that, that would have been a tough, tough effort with a cast on. That's uh, birthdays for today. Thank you very much, Stephen, for that. Um, updates of the birthdays. Moving over to Formula One news, uh, and it looks like that um, Carlos Sainz will be replacing Sebastian Vettel at Ferrari, but first he will need to get released from um, his contract at McLaren, um, where uh, he has just um, he was in uh, negotiations to stay for longer than this uh, than, than, than twenty twenty. Um, it looks like that uh, they would that at McLaren then uh, that Ricardo would come and replace him there, which would lay, which would then open up a space at Renault. Now Renault uh, apparently want to look at uh, promoting one of their young drivers, but there is also the possibility of Vettel or even Fernando Alonso coming out of retirement um, and taking a, t a seat there. So as we said yesterday, there's going to be a bit of a merry-go-round of drivers. Um, there always is when a big uh, um, a big seat opens up um, there. So that's what's happening over in Formula One. I'm going to hand you back to Stephen now, who's going to take us through our Rugby League update. Thanks again, Paul. The NRL will revert to using one referee for the first time since 2008 under a policy rubber-stamped by the ARL Commission. The league ended a week of speculation by endorsing the new rule on Wednesday night, as well as new six-again call for ruck infringements rather than blowing a penalty. The changes come despite significant pushback from coaches <clears throat> excuse me, and players who claim the rules of the game should not be altered mid-season. There's probably a, a, a little bit of a agreement uh, with uh, that as well because just sort of looking at some of the, uh, some of the people who have... Uh, uh, commented uh, across the uh, across the code this morning. Uh, a lot of coaches not too happy about it, but uh, it says here the uh, despite the ARL switch to a single referee for the rest of the NRL season, no full time referees will lose their jobs. So I suppose that was probably a concern for uh, a lot of the 
referees, just with the one referee. What's happening with those uh, with those other officials? Although there's probably some supporters who will probably argue that uh, some of the, some of the referees are are not up to standard. Anyway, and finally, in an interesting sort of take or story, now Phil Gould claims uh, slams rubbish anti-vaccinations beliefs. Uh, Phil Gould has slammed the NRL players who have not accepted a flu jab for promoting dangerous views amid a global health crisis. Approximately 20 players have refused a flu shot ahead of the competition's resumption, and the Queensland government announced those who do not take the jab would not be permitted to train or play in the Sunshine State. Now, Gould's come out and blasted the selfishness of the athletes who rejected the flu shot and touted unstandable views as the NRL desperately attempts to restart the com competition. Now, he's basically said, I've gone back several times and tried to research the philosophy behind the anti-vax movement. I can't find absolutely nothing that makes any sense whatsoever. Yet I can find any number of research papers and evidence from experts telling us of the danger of not vaccinating. The 61-year-old also voiced his concern for the uh, children of parents who chose not to vaccinate. I think what we fear for is their children. Why would you risk your children like this? It is not the fear of the adult who doesn't want to get a vaccination and who wants to talk about the theory, Gould said. Now, listen, he's, he's entitled to his opinion. He's a former coach, former commentator and, and and pretty well respected in Australia. But, you know, in my opinion, this guy is is not a medical expert. Um, and for crying, for crying out loud, I think times like this, you really do have to leave it with the experts. Listen, that's the news from me, the, the lead news from me today, uh, guys. Um, the engine is running and I've got to run and I'll see you back tomorrow with some more lead news. Thank you very much, Stephen, for bringing us up to date on the league news. Moving on now to Rugby Union. Um, and uh, we've had confirm confirmation that Neymar Scudder will be playing for the Highlanders this season. What also came out was that he'd been offered a place or contract with the Hurricanes, um, but had decided that actually he'd, he'd, he was better off heading south to um, the Highlanders. Uh, and when you think that the Highlanders have lost um, Nabrua, um, Thomas Umanga Jensen, uh, and uh, Connor Garden Bashup, all two season-ending uh, season injuries, uh, you can see that they do have a need there. Um, he'll also um, be joined um, by Kuroi, uh, who had been away with the Sevens, but uh, he uh, was obviously with that uh, all been um, postponed or cancelled for the year. Um, the uh, Kuroi can also now join up with the Highlanders. Uh, down there. Interestingly enough, he wasn't doing interviews yesterday, uh, which seems like a strange one as they're trying to put out positive news, uh, you'd think. But anyway, uh, not sure what's going on there. Um, it looks like the club games or the grassroots rugby could restart on June the 20th. Um, so that would be a week after Super Rugby, uh, but that is contingent on the government. Um, expanding the number of people allowed in a meeting. So currently, with just 10 people allowed, obviously you cannot um, host a full rugby game with that. So that number 10, num that 10 number will have to be re in uh, increased when it gets reviewed um, in two weeks' time, or uh, just under two weeks' time uh, on May the 25th. Uh, MP has come out, um, Brett MP, the chairman of New Zealand Rugby, has come out and said that there is no 
uh, investment money um, on the table, um, that we are not chasing anything, um, he told uh, the uh, breakdown on Tuesday night. Um, now, this is after CVC has taken a uh, the investment company uh, has taken a uh, what a number in um, the English domestic competition and also the Pro 14 and is on the way is uh, well into talks with the Six Nations. Um, there had been a rumor that there was an American investment company um, that was going to be that, that was talking and was uh, down the track with the discussions with New Zealand rugby. Um, and there has been rumours that CVC have been um, in discussion with both South Africa and New Zealand um, rugby as well. Um, so uh, here he is saying it's just pure speculation at this point um, and certainly not a priority. Um, a lot of the rumours would suggest otherwise um, there. And he said that the, the four Sanzar countries are very united um, and that they're still committed to Sanzar. Now, just because you're committed to Sanzar doesn't mean that um, you might not be looking for private equity, especially if they were willing to invest in all four countries. So um, interesting discussions there, uh, but it's uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if, um, if if actually we find out something is on, is uh, in discussions, even if it's not a finalised document that's on the table. Um, Augustin Pichot um, has also has resigned from World Rugby uh, now since he didn't get the uh, didn't, didn't win the chairman's role there uh, and he has also um, resigned his position as head of the uh, South American rugby um, as well um, he said he'll still be involved in rugby but he just didn't want to take up a place on the board um, if they uh, when they weren't going to be necessarily following uh, his um, if they're following a different path than the path that he believed they should be taking and then finally uh, over or oh, sorry, down in Tasman, um, they are the Nelson Museum is celebrating 150 years of rugby um, in New Zealand. Um, you can it initially was supposed to be a physical exhibition, uh, but uh, they've turned that into a virtual exhibition. So go down, um, uh, check out their website, uh, and enjoy the celebration of 150 years rugby that goes live today. Um, so haven't had a chance to look at it yet myself, um, but I'll be definitely checking out the Nelson Provincial Museum website. Moving on then to Olympic sports and athletics in particular. Um, Tom Walsh um, is wrapped that the Diamond League is looking to return in 2020. Uh, he's uh, had to train uh, without knowing when he'd next be competing. And as he says, the reason that they do all this is to... Um, uh, compete against each other. Uh, so he is looking forward to that. Obviously, travel will be the big thing, he says, um, and he reckons at two weeks' notice, he'll be able um, to get up there. And he says it's the, this break in some ways has been good as it's been it's allowed athletes um, to sort out some uh, niggles that they've had for a long time. And that whilst he hasn't been doing heavy lifting, uh, he can get he'll be, reckons he'll be able to get himself back up to speed, but he's dealt with those niggles, which is good. Looking at the international calendar then, um, and they're looking at restarting the Diamond League in Monaco on the 14th of August before heading over to England on the 16th to Gateshead. Um, then the next stop will be Stockholm. Uh, and that's, so it's three, so that's, that'll be the 14th, the 16th and 23rd of August um, before heading over to Lucerne 
on the 2nd of September and a number of um, stops in September bouncing around not only Europe, but also heading over to China as well. Uh, and they also need to add in the uh, Tokyo and uh, Nanjing um, stops. So there'll be a lot of travel there. And you've got to say that is going to be a big challenge for, um, uh, for, 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 for athletics to pull that um, off. Um, the Central Pulse uh, will be returning to training so in the netball um, on Monday. Uh, they can't wait to get back um, into uh, in, 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 into their training. Uh, a couple of players oh, did sort of took some time off um, from the uh, the beginning of the year uh, and left now finding that actually they end up being longer than than they uh, than they expected. Um, so uh, that's uh, talking about Katrina Rose. Sorry, Katrina Raw. Um, in particular there. So she took off time from the Nations Cup. Uh, obviously expected it to be longer. But again, uh, another person who found the break um, was good to refresh them mentally and physically uh, coming and getting back into sports. Um, and then finally, in uh, the, the ski fields could also be reopening and there's, and, under level two. There's been good progress um, looking at the processes and procedures there. Um, so it's good to see that uh, snow sports also uh, had the possibility of returning. No date um, has been set yet, and they're still working through the uh, the requirements there. Obviously, they're going to need to uh, look at things like chairlifts and other um, gathering places to make sure they can keep social distancing and that all, all hard services can be cleaned on a regular basis. So uh, keep an eye out for news there um, around what uh, will be happening on our ski slopes this uh, during level two. Thank you much for joining us. Don't forget this evening at 8pm, we have Swinging from the Hip, our cricket show. Um, and then also at 2pm today, we'll have a long talk with Billy Stearman, um, our international surfer who is on his who is on his way to qualifying for the Olympics. Um, so look out for those two shows today. Uh, you have started the day the best way, up to date with all of the important sports news. Thank you for dialing in to New Zealand Sports Radio. Don't forget to like the page, and also you can listen to us on the move uh, via podcasts and search for New Zealand Sports Radio. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
visit. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.